0: believe that you can heal yourself? Too often, we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in our beautiful world, welcome to another episode of healing in ways you never thought possible with your host myself Dr. Dolores Fazzino, I'm a nurse practitioner and a medical intuitive and today as we continue our miraculous healing series, we have Phyllis Ginsberg, MA, marriage family therapist here to talk about Her amazing healing story. How often do we go to the doctor's office and they tell us something and maybe you've been diagnosed with an illness or, you know, maybe you are diagnosed with cancer or some other issue. Yet they they tell you they tell you certain circumstances and stuff like that around that and say that possibly you can't get better. Do you really believe that? Phyllis is a a remarkable woman. And I'm just going to read you a little bit about her. Phyllis Ginsburg is a catalyst for personal transformation in the modern world. With over 30 years of experience as a counselor, she guides individuals to break free of the chains of their past and upgrade their thinking. Phyllis is an author of Brain Makeover, a weekly guide to a happier, healthier, and more abundant life and Tired and Hungry No More, Not Your Ordinary Guide to Reclaiming Your Health and Happiness. She is known and beloved by many happier, less stressed working professionals as their survival to thrival expert. As an international best-selling author and speaker, Phyllis empowers others to shift from survival mode to thriving in a struggling world. Get ready for a mind altering conversation that will challenge everything you thought you knew about personal growth. And one thing I want to share with you is that about a year ago, she fell and broke her wrist. And this is where she learned lots of life lessons. And we're going to talk more about that today because she was told by her physicians that she would have to pretty much... remain as she was because they didn't anticipate that she would get better but she proved them wrong and I love stories like this because it just goes to show you how strong the the will to heal and the will to do amazing things just outshines everything else and so it is my pleasure to introduce Phyllis Ginsburg. Hey, Phyllis, how's it going?
0: It's going amazing, and thank ah, you so much for having me on today.
1: You are so very welcome. And you know, we were talking a little bit, you know, before the the show, as to you know how uh, so often when we go and we get diagnosed with with a, a health concern or an issue that. You know, people put their power into thinking that that's where it stops. And it's so much more than that. So, you know, tell us more about your story and your journey with your most recent um, uh, health challenge.
0: Ah, oh, So I broke my wrist last July and. They put it in a cast and like 12 weeks later, I don't understand why. The cast was on 12 weeks. They did change it out after two weeks because the swelling went down. But regardless, 12 weeks later, they then said, go to physical therapy and they will help you with whatever you need. So out the door, I went, it took almost a month to get an appointment with physical therapy. So I Googled what to do when you get your cast off from a broken wrist. And I started my own physical therapy doing whatever I could. My hand was kind of like this when I got out of the cast. And it had this huge hump here. Mm. And the doctor told me that deformity may never go away. And I wouldn't accept that. That was, it was one thing to be deformed It's another to have function. And it wasn't what it looked like. It was that I needed my hand back. I needed full functioning. And I set my intention that that's what I was going to get. And it has been quite the journey. I I had to take matters into my own hands. I set an intention to have full functioning back of my hand. And I got all my records after. Like 20 sessions of physical therapy, I went back, heard the same thing. There's, you can just expect stiffness forever, and, uh, and again, that condition may never improve. And the, the writing was, <laughs> we're approving more sessions for physical therapy and aggressive therapy to get it. And I'm like, aggressive is not what I need. So I looked at those x-rays. I'm not a doctor trained in medical, like, physiology and, you know, like all the the technical stuff of x-rays. But myself, I could see on the x-ray, there was a gap in between these bones, the one that broke, that the socket could not sustain what it needed to be able to handle more weight to build strength. Mm. I also noticed some fractures, some lines that showed fractures in my hand, which is why everything was so painful mm. early on. And then I confirmed that with my chiropractor who has between her, the meditation, the visual visualization, and all the work that I've done myself, um, has allowed me to open my palm almost fully be able to almost make a full fist um yeah an incredible transformation of where i was
1: that's cool you know so many times you know you're you're more the exception to the rule where it's just like you you know you set an intention and you create something different how many times do people just take for face value what they're being told? And I'm not just saying, you know, in healthcare, but in life in general. It's like they they buy into the limitations that somebody else is setting for you. And, you know, I think it's so important that each one of us as individuals kind of look and reflect on where we give away our power to something outside of ourselves when it isn't our truth, really.
0: Well, there's a reason why we do that is that we've been conditioned to do that as young children. We're dependent on our parents. We don't have much power. So as powerless, dependent children, that's our programming.
1: Very true. Very true. And You know, we know now that that is not true. That's just a bunch of malarkey, baloney, whatever you want to call it. And um, it's about setting intentions and watching the magic happening in your life, because it does it does seem magical until you start living that continuously. And that's just what your your life is like. And, right. you know, yes, you could de- you could define it as magical, but it's not. It's just this is what is supposed to be. We've just been duped into believing that something else is correct.
0: Right. It, it can become your new normal if you've set an intention, have determination and are willing to. Pretty much like take matters into your own hands and not put your faith and trust in other people who don't necessarily have your best interest at heart. Agreed. Very well said.
1: And, you know, for many of us, it's a learning curve because like we were programmed as a child that you don't trust your intuition. You don't trust that little voice inside. This is how society does. And you, you do. I think many of us. Um, Just, you know, in order to survive our childhoods, we did what we needed to do because we didn't come with with a manual how to do planet Earth. I mean, I laugh about this, but it's just like I wish I you know, I used to say when I was a kid, it's just like, where's the manual? It's just like, isn't there supposed to be a manual that comes with us? Because it's like I just don't understand. (laughs)
0: Oh, that I have expertise in. And um, and. So we've got generational patterns that we're living with. And my next book, which is coming out probably in a few months, the end of the year, uh, is called Empowered You. And it's freeing yourself from generational conditioning so that you can unleash confidence, happiness, and resilience. Yeah. And I've written all about these messages that we have gotten that got passed down from generations. So it's not your fault. It's not your parents' fault. It's not your grandparents' fault. This is how the world has worked for yeah. eons. Yeah. And, you know, the, the
1: beauty of it, too, looking at ancestral stuff as we're talking about it, is that what you do in this present moment to heal you know, or shift the thinking actually has a capability to heal up to seven generations in the past and seven in the future, which, wow. is, which is pretty incredible because it's about ancestral healing. And, you know, yes, it's just like you look at situations uh, in your own family, and I could speak for my own personal experience. You know, I I really re- didn't realize what my mom went through but at a young age she was the oldest of four and she was nine and her baby brother was born and it was put upon her that it was her responsibility to raise him mm-hmm. and that's how they did that and I know in my lifetime at the age of five or seven thought you know my mom said to me you're the oldest I was the oldest of four it's your responsibility to take care of your brothers and sisters and I'm thinking to myself who the hell's going to take care of me Wow. So that's how it got projected on. And it's just like, you know, that's a huge disservice. But that's how it gets. And, you know, I I think I was probably more aware and awake than the average person. And I'm thinking this doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, why do I have to do this? It's like, I didn't sign up for this. That's not who I am. But, you know, so it, it was about me looking at my own personal stuff and healing that as well. But yeah,
0: That's a huge burden put on a child because the majority of us, if you look back, did not get our basic needs met in childhood. Absolutely not. Yep. And we're paying the price for it now exponentially. You can look around and just see there's so much more anxiety and depression, uh, addiction and suicide. The rates are astronomical worldwide. That's very true. And,
1: you know, I I kind of feel it's like a cumulative effect over generations. And, you know, we, you know, when you look at collective consciousness, okay, it's like everything that everybody's ever experienced in their lives, okay, the good, bad, and the not so good. And it's there. And so it's like I almost feel like it's such a cesspool right now that it's like we've all got to do something. But how where does it start? It starts with each one of us individually, because we're a drop into that collective consciousness.
0: What we do makes a huge difference. Exactly. I wrote about how a relationship you, you can complain about your relationship, but what makes a relationship? two people. It's the people that make the relationship. It's not the relationship that somehow magically makes a relationship And the same with our, our society. What makes a society is the individuals. And if we're all not getting our needs met uh, or we're struggling severely, that affects everyone.
1: Oh my goodness. And, and so I, I think, you know, we're in a time and humanity's evolution and development where thank God the, the beam of light has been showered down and focusing on these dark areas that had been very covert for a long time. And it's like, once you see it, it's like, it's time to do something about it. It's, you can no longer unsee it.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. And, and I think that's why I was, kind of called like my my writing i get intuitive hits or downloads whatever you want to call it when i'm meditating or just my coming out of sleep this morning i was like oh that's brilliant and i write it in the notes in my phone and they're always accurate and so i'm being led on this journey to help humanity shift the way they think act behave and cope
1: That's awesome and beautifully said. And, you know, it's, you know, I think the other thing that I, I think is important that we share, too, is that, you know, sometimes you don't realize what you go through at this current moment is almost preparing you for where you're supposed to be. And, you know, sometimes people think things are setbacks or they're this is not supposed to happen. But, you know what, maybe it is. And, you know, it's about maybe embracing that and learning what you need to learn from that. And, you know, it allows you to move
0: forward. There's all, there's
1: always choices.
0: Every single time that I have been sick or injured has given me an opportunity to do some journaling or reflection and reevaluate my life or my work or a relationship, whatever it is. And it has gotten me to a better place, yeah. and I highly recommend going within and and see if you can get in touch with some self-awareness about what's going on, because I don't think any of this is random.
1: Oh, I totally agree. It's you know it it it's there for it's there for a reason. Um, it's how the universe presents opportunities. I feel for you to grow at a deeper level. And a lot of times people uh, you know, they're so in their heads, they're disconnected from who they are um, because they're you know they're not fully integrated in their their bodies where you could be more self-aware and experience life to its fullest. So
0: it's also hard to be self-aware when you're in severe fear. I work with a lot of clients that have uh, much worse things than a broken wrist. Yeah. And so when you're in survival mode, you can't necessarily be thinking about what am I going to do differently if that fear is so consuming? So you've got to find ways to introduce possibilities that, That makes sense for you that you can do that are bite sized little tiny things you can go for a walk anything that. Meditate calming the nervous system and and slowing things down like I came to a complete stop with a broken wrist and a lot of people I think when they're sick or injured are forced to stop and slow down and embrace that take that time because it is rich.
1: I totally agree. And how many times people don't do that is just like they think, oh, my God, this is just the worst thing ever and hurry up and get better. And, you know, this is an opportunity. I agree with you. It's just like sometimes when you're in a situation, instead of wanting to react and get out of it and just push it away, I invite people to sit with it and embrace it because there's so much rich knowledge and gold nuggets for you at the soul level that's going to allow you to probably set some great foundational preparation for where you're going in the future.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: So Phyllis, I'm going to put your information here. So people could reach out to you and contact you. Um, do you, know, tell us more about where people could get
0: your books Uh, there, wherever books are sold, whether you go to Amazon or a bookstore, um, you can either find it or order it and, um, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. And do you, um, you know, so, you know, as we kind of wrap up our, our session here, is there some words of wisdom you'd like to share you know one thing that you would share with people that is really important that they should really you know embrace
0: i would say don't give up if somebody tells you it's not possible for you to heal or you can't do or have whatever it is if it's like within your capacity you're not going to grow like a foot taller so that's that's like not what i'm talking about but if if you have a health situation and your medical team says, we can't do anything else, or this is your your situation, I would just ask myself. I'd go in inwards and say, well, what else is possible here? What can I do? And, and see what answer you get. Who can help me?
1: Yeah.
0: And That's- sometimes you need a second opinion or you need a different direction. Um, and I, yeah. I've worked with lots of people who've gone yeah. that route and had tremendous success with severe yeah. stuff.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Me, I, I, I'm in alignment with that, and I as well have worked with people where, you know, they've been given a death sentence and, you know, they're, they're thriving years later. So, you know, it's all about tapping into your inner healer, as I call it, and listening to those voices within, you're not, they're not crazy voices. They're actually your intuition speaking to you and guiding you and becoming friends with that. So once again, I just want to thank you Phyllis for coming and um, being my guest today and sharing your amazing healing story. And if anybody needs to reach out to Phyllis, her website is here and it's www.phyllis.com phyllisginsberg.com and her email is phyllis at phyllisginsberg.com as well so once again thank you for for being here and with us and if you liked our show i just invite people to subscribe to our youtube channel at dr.doloresfizzino and for those of you who have a real tough time being in your body I have something for you. This is a free meditation and it's called being in the present moment. And you could get that at dr. Dolores, forward slash free dash video. So once again, thank you, Phyllis. It's been a thank pleasure.
0: You for, yeah. It's been great. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. And we're going to sign off for now. So be well, be kind to yourself. And just remember, you're worth it. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then... Remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.